Welcome to JVL, your place to learn from Japan's venture leaders about the promising startup ecosystem in the land of the rising sun. Hey everybody, I'm Kento, your host for JVL. And this time, I got the chance to talk to Natsumi Ito. She's the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Water Design Japan, which is a high-tech startup based in Tokyo. It tackles clogged water pipes through a newly developed nozzle, which generates nanobubbles to keep water pipes clean without the need for chemicals. Many aspects about Natsumi made me interested to talk to her. Firstly, I was curious to learn about Natsumi's story as a young co-founder in the hardware space. Secondly, she's one of the still very few female founders in Japan, and I hope to get new insights from that perspective as well. And lastly, she has a very atypical upbringing as a Japanese person due to her very international history and open mindset. So thanks for listening in, and please enjoy my conversation with Natsumi. Right, Natsumi, thanks a lot for coming on the fourth episode of Japan's Venture Leaders. I'm very happy to have you, and how are you doing? I'm doing well, and thank you for having me today. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm also very happy to have you. I think one interesting thing about you is that typically I would talk to people, not just for the podcast, but in general to people who are like uh, software founders. And you're like one of the few people I talk to who are like more uh, the hardware side. So I'm very excited to learn from that. And also, um, I think you have an interesting international background. So I, I would like to take the time to understand these two aspects a little bit better today. Um, yeah, just to get started... Would you be open to tell us more about what's your connection to Japan? I mean, obviously you're Japanese, as your name tells us, but tell us about like your upbringing and how you landed back in Japan. Okay, so my name is Natsumi and I am Japanese, 100%. My parents are both Japanese and I was born in Japan, but I moved to Taiwan when I was eight years old. So I spent my elementary when I was, I mean, when I spent my elementary in Taiwan. Then middle school, high school came back to Japan and then went to college in the States, uh, in Pennsylvania. And after I graduated, I came back to Japan and working, but I was traveling between Japan and somewhere outside of Japan, like back to back. But the most place that I spend the most is Japan, Japan. But I guess I spend enough time outside of Japan. So like um, personally, like internally became less Japanese, like more good saying would be like global minded so yeah that's that's my background <laughs> okay nice and having you know seen the world and being everywhere and coming back to japan tell me a little bit more about how you ended up becoming a co-founder at uh, water design japan okay so i didn't had a dream to become an entrepreneur when i was like student and looking for a job, actually. Um, it's more like I was always following what I wanted to do. And what I wanted to do when I was a student, like uh, my first dream that I had was in high school. I wanted to do some like social business to help um, people 
uh, outside of Japan, like who was suffering something because I had the class, like it was like very,、um, I still remember that class, but it was about uh, uh, international study and teacher like、uh, give us、uh, like different. Aspect of like thing, and we watched like documentary about like fast fashion or like child soldier or like um something that we don't really see what's going on in Japan, but more like what's going on outside of Japan. So I guess like I always had the uh interest towards like a big social problem, not just Japan, but like globally because I spend uh quite enough time like、uh, Japan and outside of Japan. So. That's how I got me interest. But actually, like when I um was in college, I did internship at a hospitality industry because my best friend she was uh studying hospitality and she always wanted to work for a hotel. And I liked speaking with people, so I was like, okay, like if she can do it, I can do it as well. So I mean, we didn't go for the same school, but I was, and she's one year older than me. So she, I was like seeing like what she was doing, and I was like, okay, like let me try. So when I was senior, I did an internship in Miami at a five star hotel, and I mean, I'm the type of person like if I have something that I'm interested or like that I'm like curious to like try it out, then. I'll try it anyways because unless you try like um. All the assumption that you have, it just like you can assume like this might be A or B or what, but you gotta try and see how you feel it, and if you like it, then you can continue. So, I tried and I didn't like it. <laughs> so, I was like always like keep searching, and then I found this uh company. Product on a、uh, Facebook, which was going for viral, and that was an offline translator device. And me,、uh, as an individual, like thought like、uh, seeing that product was like, oh my god, like this will break the language barrier. And if there's no language barrier, that will solve a lot of the、uh, a lot of different like problems, maybe. That was the first interest. So I really wanted to work for that company, and I searched, and that was a Japanese startup. So that's how kind of like、uh, got me started to get into a startup industry and meeting like get to me like different interesting people.、Mm-hmm. Okay, and then obviously after that switched over to become a co-founder and chief marketing officer of Water、um, Design Japan. Um, I'm currently talking to a lot of students, and one thing that I'm frequently hearing is one big reason why people stay away from entrepreneurship is because you have this image of oh, there are so many problems you need to solve, and so many things that need to happen for you to be successful. Did you have that kind of similar thought going into Water Design Japan? Like, were you kind of, I don't know, did you have this image that it's going to be super overwhelming and there's so many things you need to get done to become successful, or how did you think about kind of your journey at the beginning of Water Design Japan? Oh,、uh, honestly, not really, <laughs> because、um, I think I experience、um, not enough, but like anything you try to do, probably as a startup, is always new and nobody know how to do it because. You're trying to do something new. Nobody done it before, so you can talk to as many people as possible to get different opinions and feedback, or their like hear their experiences. But there's no 
like this is the right way. Like if you go this way, you're gonna be successful or anything like that. Um, I guess I. I'm in the I've I've been in this like startup industry for a long time. Um, I mean I only worked for a startup before. I never worked for like a enterprise or corporate. And so, I guess like my surrounding people is kind of like that. And for the people who like to work for a corporate, maybe they want to have some sort of like security or. Um, you know, like、uh, something to hold on to, or like some backup. And some people might see startup as like,、um, if you fail, like you fail. But at the same time, like、uh, you fail, and then that's how you learn. So if you fail faster enough, then you can learn faster enough to go、um, next step. So yeah, like I didn't have much like. Shit, like I have to do a lot of thing or anything. Like,、uh, it was more like, oh my god, like it's finally the time I can do what I wanted to do. And do you think you would have been able to succeed in your role as a CMO if you were to start it straight out of university? Um. So obviously, you have gained some like experience in the startup ecosystem before for working for another startup company before you joined Water Design Japan. Um and. What I'm often hearing from students who are about to graduate is like, okay,、um, I could start a startup now, but I first want to join a bigger company or I first want to join a startup, spend some years there, you know, gain some experience, and then I'll be able to start something.、Um, my question to you would be,、um, since you also mentioned like startups is not about about knowing everything from the start, it's also about Learning on the go, so I was wondering in your role as a co-founder and as、um, CMO, like, would you have been able to do what you currently do also straight out of university or not? Probably, no. And I think, for my case, I was very lucky to have my first、uh, startup I work for and to met. The ex CEO and ex managers, those people were really unique and smart and ambitious, like very startup oriented people, and they, um, they, they kind of like show me like how it is, and I mean, if you have a like idea, something that you wanted to do right away, I think you could, but. I will say to work at least like a year or some like a do a internship, um at a like early stage or, um, like twenty maybe like twenty like thirty people scale the startup first and see how it's working. Uh、mm-hmm. huh. Yeah. Okay. And is it more to like learn about the processes? Um, about like how to operate in a startup, or is it for people to get inspired by the founding story of the company, or what are like the most important things that people should take away from first gaining experience in a startup? Um, I think one is that you will get to meet and connect with the cool people. 
um, depend on the company, I guess. But uh, for my case, it was really nice. Uh, but uh, startup is always like, for example, like uh, today, like we discussed this A and decide like, okay, we're gonna do this, and the next day, like everything just like <laughs> cancel and then like uh, start from the blank. That's like very typical, and. Like if you have idea, like it can't just be、uh, an idea, and someone needs to actually make it happen, like execute the idea. So that also that speed is really fast, and you get to do a lot of different thing. Like、uh, with my first startup, I get to learn digital marketing. I started off with the digital marketing and like making like、uh, content and things like that, but I also did like、uh, customer support and logistic and global expansion, business development, like partnership and many different things because simply the product and business needed to develop. And startup, we don't have a resource, so you get to explore and experience all different kind of things. So and so, I think that's really cool. Yeah. So for you, it was like getting a lot of responsibility, getting a lot of trust, and also working with cool people.、Um, and to the responsibility part, like it probably opened your eyes in terms of the things you you could do, and maybe like because you got the responsibility to explore and do new things. Probably also like, I don't know, gave you more self confidence that you can you know start off and do your own thing.、Uh, probably like you know now at Water Design Japan is、um, obviously also all about your responsibility of deciding what to work on in marketing, and that's probably like the work style is probably also like the the thing you learned in your previous startup, right? Yeah, yeah, and I one thing I can add is that like、uh, what I did was to. Uh, pitch my idea every single day to the CEO. <laughs> like I, I want up. Which idea?、Uh, like any idea, like、um, for marketing、okay. or like、um, like email, like marketing or like just like new promotional video content or just partnership or like things in general. Like what we were working on, I went to CEO's desk. Like I mean, like when he came come into the office, I'd be like. Do you have five minutes? Like, what about this? Da 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 da. And <laughs>、yeah. I guess like I didn't had the、uh, fear of like talk talking to him or like going up to his like desk to talk to him、uh, like every day or nothing. I probably other people was kind of like looking at me like, what? Why is she doing like <laughs> anything? But I didn't really care how other people think or anything. But I took it more like、um, I wanted to、uh, see if my idea. Is good or not, and he's is experienced, so he can give me some, you know,、um, feedback or his opinion. And、uh, most of the time, he'd be like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. That that's that's nice, but this, nah, nah, nah." So like, um, one out of ten or something is uh, or maybe like more, more less than that, like a. <laughs> Uh, one out of a hundred or something like was the hit, and when it's hit, he'd be like, "Okay, like let's have a meeting, let's make it this work." So that was like really fun, and yeah, like I think if you work for a startup first, that you can also do kind of thing. Like if not just like you have an idea, you will have a people to do that and test together. So I think that was cool. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, makes sense. And um, can you also um, just quickly t talk about like what you currently do as a um, you know chief marketing officer at Water Design Japan, and also like one sentence about like what your product is about? Okay, so we solve clogged pipe and damages without using chemical. It's called the technology ultra fine bubble, which is the nano sized bubble, and it has a clean benefit. So what I do is to uh, build the knowledge of this technology in both Japan and globally to find the applicable place to apply this solution to help their problems. And our solution has been in use more than 7,000 places in Japan, a lot of homes and building and other place like hair salon, dentist, hospital, hot springs, and outside of Japan, a lot of factories and uh, research de development or universities. So it's been in use many different places because simply water has been in use almost everywhere. So it has a huge potential. But when I first started, um, since it's huge potential and it was like too many applicable um, industry uh, so that was hard for me to figure it out how I can find the go-to-market and how I did that uh, was starting uh, going for uh, pitch events and like uh, media cover and like uh, explaining on YouTube and things like that and to find a uh, Like trying to get, uh, like we don't do the sales from our side, like all the business partner or sales all come to us. And I think what I did for the first, uh, first year and so was to build in that, um, uh, not a system, but like the structure that people can find us and to reach out to us. So that's what I've been doing and I'm still doing all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, I imagine I'm not an expert in that industry, but it seems to me like any uh, more like B2B and then also like more like high technology products um, are the kind of products where you as a company would manually need to reach out and it's like a lot of outbound sales and uh, marketing processes but hearing from you that like i don't know your initial media coverage helped in, in basically creating this inbound flow of sales is, it's not not bad that sounds pretty good um so then um You said that you have like experience, um, obviously talking to a bunch of people, going to pitch events, and I assume that you know your your knowledge of the startup ecosystem during those years has also evolved. And so I would like to know from you, what's your view of the Japanese startup ecosystem? Um, how is it maybe in comparison to other countries you've visited so far? Mm, that's a good question, I guess, <laughs> but tough question. <laughs> Well, uh, first of all, wh wherever I go, I am the only female founder for the most of the time. So, uh, but when I go outside of Japan, I see more female uh, um, that Zoom call and things like that. So that's like uh, 
one big difference, I guess. And I get, I think、um, Japan as a big whole,、uh, it's doesn't have a good number of startups, because I think、uh, every people in general maybe probably doesn't have enough like ambitious compared to other like country people,、uh, but. So, like I get to、uh, call that I am pretty different compared to like other Japanese girls, but outside of Japan that could be different.、Um, but the ecosystem wise,、um, I think these days is becoming more easier to st- start a startup. Probably, I mean anyone can start a company like from today day one,、um, but. But it's the matter like whether that company startup that idea that you have is actually、uh, profitable or not. And I have seen a lot of people、um, they want to be an entrepreneur and they want to be rich and they want to raise uh money from an investor. And there are a lot of investor or like corporate venture capital、uh, out there. So. If you are good at like pitching or your idea is good or something, yes, that can work. But, um, I've seen, uh, I mean, everyone says like startup is not easy to like survive, like, like, most of the case like uh everyone says like oh like you draw like J carve like, first like not profitable and then try to be profitable but. I think、um, being profitable or to at least to understanding who is your customer and how your customer like thinking about your product in a very early stage is very important.、Mm. Okay, yeah. So you've been like before Water Design Japan. You also were part of a startup. So、um, you you've been living the ecosystem for a couple of years now. Do you feel like there have there has been like any difference in terms of like what it feels like to be part of the ecosystem now compared to how it started off with a couple of years ago?、Mm, maybe there is a little difference. Yes.、Um, so my background is I work for a, a Japanese hardware startup for its global expansion. That was my first Korea, and then I work for a global startup.、Um, they were based in Istanbul, Turkey, for the Japan office, Japan expansion, and that was B two B. So I did B two C and B two B, and seeing both Japan and international startup trying to expand Japan or globally, and I think nowadays. Uh, the startup or like entrepreneur、um, desire is coming from like more a student side, and more younger people want to start a startup as their first career.、Uh, because I think a lot of like, yeah. Because for example, my friend, I,、um, my high school friend and like close friend, like I'm the only one、um, been doing like entrepreneurship. And most of the people, I have a freelance、uh, friend or working their own, 
Um, and I think what they do is cool as well, but like it's different than the startup. Um, the scale is like uh, different, and how we do is uh, different. So, um, I don't see that it's the same feel. But um, so I feel like, um, and I'm twenty eight right now. So I've been like what, like how many years I've been working? Like five years or six years or something, probably five years, um, and. I think most of the people wanted to just work for a corporate or enterprise, but probably after since the pandemic hit and like more like social media or like different like way of working or the concept is uh as an option. I feel like more younger people come in and join to want to start a startup. Yeah, that's a nice development. And、uh, you get that from like talking to different students, or how how are you developing that feeling? Um, talking to different、uh, students. Hmm. Okay. And um, in in your experience with Water Designs Japan so far, how would you say has the ecosystem helped you in making Water Design Japan more successful? Um. So for my case, I'm trying to expand the technology globally as well. So for that aspect, um, I've been work um Jetro. Do you know Jetro like Japan like um I forgot the what it stands for, but Jetro has been helping us, uh, very well to connect with the um like potential people or the local, uh, business, uh, clients and things like that. So having those like uh backup um and also. Uh, nowadays, the Japan government itself is trying to push the startup to grow and、uh, startup to go from Japan to globally. So I think there are more project and budget coming into this、uh, ecosystem, and a lot of like、um, incubation or acceleration、uh, company or、um, Like hub, those places are doing more events or project with uh outside of Japan. So because they make the community, and I get to invite to like come to their community to talk. Um, they're like I get to reach more different audience, different type of audience. So that's helpful. So I think that's that's really nice. Um, in terms of uh government uh, like. Relationship to government,、um, I know that like there has been this news that、um, government wants to、uh, I don't know allocate more money to venture capital、um, and startups in the near future.、Um, do you have like a lot of interactions with people from government for what you're doing with Water Design Japan, or like how close is your relationship with the government? Um. So there's always like person in charge, like who's like dealing with like startups and like comes to like different like, events. Like at CIC Tokyo is like heavily like working with like uh, uh Japan um trading economy department for example. So those people come or like uh they also invite like embassy people and those. But I feel like it's really depend um. If the person is like really interested in your, you know, like solution, I mean, like they can't look at all the solution and help all the startups, so、um, it's really. I mean, at the end, like business is like a real human relationship. So, 
if you can find a really good person who is willing to help you, I think that's that will be really really helpful. So, but it's it's nice they are trying to do a lot of different thing, but at the same time, um, the project that they are offering is really um, uh, it's really analog in that way. Uh, it's not easy to look at. <laughs> so, for me as a founder, what do you mean project? Oh. Like a lot of paperwork you need to go through, or what、yeah. do you mean?、Uh, there's a lot of paperwork to submit, to apply、uh, for the like potential like、um, project.、Uh, some of the project、uh, offer you to like get some fund from a government, like、um, because like they have like different like、um, uh, project or the thing that they are looking like specifically looking for. And if the solution that you're offering is matching, then you can apply. But finding those pro program is、um, not easy.、Um, like you know, like you might know, but Japan government is not really、um, digitalized. I mean, they they've been trying, but、uh, and I also told this to like Jetro and other people as well, and they also said the same thing. Like. We as a founder, we don't have that much time to like always like checking and looking into following like what's project or like fun like thing is out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what would you say that's like the main challenge for you as a company to succeed in Japan, or are there like other bigger hurdles to succeed as a startup in Japan? So you were just talking about how.、Um, The the processes that are um um basically managed by the government are very paper heavy, and there are a lot of steps involved in, for example, making funding possible through working on projects. Um, but maybe besides like the undigitized nature of government processes, is there anything that is like um a bigger hurdle than that for startups to succeed in Japan, or is kind of the undigitized government the biggest hurdle? For startups, um, I don't think un undigital title is the biggest like um hurdle or anything, but the biggest one is, um, I I wish the Japanese government um invests more into a new technology. Um, so our solution is a new technology and it's a hardware, so it's not a software. And in order for us to do a, a POC. We need a fund, like we can't just let them to use the product for free. Like we not given a free sample because if we do so much free sample, um, we as a company gonna go bankrupt. Uh, we are not raising fund and we are bootstrap at that moment. There's I guess like there's always like a um you know discussion between like whether your Startup should raise a fund to like accelerate your growth or like be profitable to like bootstrap. And for our case, as for now, uh, it's bootstrap. And、uh, because we wanna, you know, um, our goal is we want to bring this technology as many places as possible. So we always work with the really uh interest people who's willing to. Use and test this technology, but there there are more、uh, people who's interested.、Um, right now, like seventy to eighty percent of the contact come from all around the world.、Uh, probably got a contact from、uh, more than ninety different country people. 
but I only saw to like about like uh ten, uh more than ten countries, so compared to like the, uh like interest, the actual people who's using is less, and if there's any other, any funds or um you know like those um support, then the technology itself will definitely grow faster and can solve the problem, and so yeah like so I I. And I seen other like um because I'm in the like a clean tech like sustainable like those like more like a deep tech industry and I seen other like uh, good technology uh founders and they are facing very similar issue, um, so if the government is wish willing to invest that that will help a lot of start a Japanese startup to grow like yeah. Do you think um it's common to have a hardware company like you have and to try to bootstrap, or do you see like other hardware founders in Japan try to go the VC way? Um, especially in the deep tech field, I'm seeing a lot of like bootstrap. Really? Oh, interesting. Okay. Depend. I mean, like university startup and those um they tend to have a a funding. But um, the deep tech startup that I've seen um, with the same like exterior program for the global expansion and things like that, uh, they, I don't want to say anything bad, but like um, I think they're, they're struggling in the Japan market already and because they're not successful in Japan. So that's why they want to go globally. And I don't think that will work. But the technology that they're working is good. So... Maybe like just like you know like find in the right market and they might find the good market outside of Japan so that might work so but for those guys like bootstrap. Okay, interesting, um and I also wanted to touch up on something that you've mentioned before. I intentionally did not go into it before because it's um the topic of the third section. Uh, but you just mentioned that one thing you notice about the startup ecosystem in Japan is how few women there are. Um, especially founders, but probably also like in other um, positions. And um, since you were the one proposing like the topic of what it is like to be a millennial female founder in Japan, maybe the first question to you would be, why did you propose this topic? Um, because not many people get to experience the same position as I am and to see this as the issue or a problem. But it's my daily and I'm always the almost the only one uh, sometimes see the female founder or like freelancer there are a lot of freelancer but the scale that they trying to do is different so um, most of the case everyone be like oh my god like you doing a lot of thing and like that for the image of me for the most of the Japanese people is strong <laughs> Just because I do a lot of things. And I think that's like, could be stereotype, but I thought that was funny, sort of. And can you help us understand what the feeling is like when you walk into a room and they're just like all male management people sitting there? How does it feel from your perspective? Um, I mean, I'm, I got used to it. And I think that's just... um how it is but sometimes um funny 
you start laughing? No, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like in my heart, yes.、Uh, I'm just like, oh my god, it's oh man today as well. Like I'm just like laughing at myself, but I'm not like actually like laughing physically, but because <laughs> they be like, what's going? What are you laughing about? Yeah, what what do you find so funny in that situation? Um, it's like very old style, like you know, like how Japanese like、uh, history, like、uh, female tend to like step back behind the men and just like、um, walk behind them and do、um, or like support what the male does or something like that. It looked like that. In the business field, so you know, like Shacho, like、uh, the head of the company, that doesn't mean you're like the greatest person or like has like the entire power or like you're the richest person or anything. But、um, I mean, it really depends on the person. But I can see a lot of people. I mean, they be like, you know, like、uh, <laughs> kind of like not look me, look me down, but they be like.、Um, Once they find out that I came by myself, sometimes they just like, you know, like Japanese has a politeness and casual like way of talking, and they were talking politeness first, and then straight to like switch it to like um you know not politeness um because they 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 be like oh like oh you're the girl from the company, and then when I give them a business card, be like. Tell me if you know this or not, <laughs> and I'm like, of course I know everything, but I'm giving you a new knowledge. Um, and um, so that's like the company side. And what kind of reaction do you usually get, or like maybe at the beginning when you started off on your journey as a co-founder, what was the reaction you got from friends and family about you being,、um, you know, a founder now? My family,、um, when I first. First, my startup career. My dad was always telling me to like quit that thing and start working for some like enterprise、uh, where it's more stable. Really? Okay. Da da da. <laughs> and、um, yeah, so my、uh, my dad was also like sort of like、um, entrepreneur. Like he was the startup member of his company、uh, today. So. I I guess like he didn't want me to go for the same path or something. I don't know. Like now he's like super um, um, proud of me. <laughs> so it's it's nice, but um, because you know like startup is always like we don't wear a、uh, suits or like um like dress up every day to like um our company didn't have a um like you know like. Work from nine to five or like nothing like that. Like it was a flex time, so the way we work was like very new and different, and more casual and you know more digital marketing and things like that, which is like new thing. So, for my parents' generation, it seems like I'm just doing like extension of a college life and I'm just like having fun or something like that. So, um, there. They were kind of like,、uh, not against, but like sometimes be like, "What are you doing? Like,、um, like your company, it's not gonna go well, or like, you know, like like that." Really? Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, not like my company, but but because I was always working for a startup.、Um, when I, f-、uh, when we found Water Design Japan, at that point, my parents、uh, didn't like.、Um, 
give me any like negative um like thoughts or nothing like they were just like you got this make make that company big and be the number one water company <laughs> so uh it was really helpful but my friends i mean i didn't tell much that i started a company and when i told my friend about it everyone was just uh, surprised and they're like oh my god like what do you do how did how did you do like what do you do like <laughs> that's the most question <laughs> and was it like i don't know what what uh, like aside from the questions they asked like do you think these friends were like oh wow like did they respect what you do or were they like oh no i, I would never do that myself Nah, most of my friend is um the f first one what did you say um like they they encourage me or like oh my god like you you're doing good or like that's not, that's cool that you do that da, da, da. and they connect me to their connection or like um yeah like a uh, friend is always supportive so it's good mm -hmm. yeah I think that's very important, like having the support of your family, like those are the people you most trust and you value their opinion too, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's good to have that kind of support network or hear that you have it. Um, maybe going back to um, the reactions you sometimes get in business meetings with all male um, counterparts, what was like, or what is currently your coping mechanism like is there something some process in your mind where you're like oh yeah um, that's just the way it is and move on or i don't know how, how do you try to or also in general like um you, you don't just have like these business meetings but you go to different events you just have a lot of interactions with people in the startup world um and if these kinds of i don't know negative experiences happen to you like how do you try to deal with that um most of the time like i just do what i do and show what i can do uh rather than like um like trying to fix their mind or anything uh, for the most of the case i think uh when they see me like for example in the me business meeting um because i'm young and female they p tend to be like oh like she might not know everything like she might not be the uh, person to make a decision like she cannot make a decision or like anything like that so like talking about contract or those things like oh like where's your ceo like someone like uh, you know higher position person or da, da, da. and i'll be like like i can explain everything and i can handle everything and i'll explain everything what you have as a question and and like and i'm the contact person as well and i think if they see it they just have to deal with it because that's how our company works like <laughs> and i think they'll experience and realize okay like that's this is how it is and i don't really like put any comments about like uh, you should change your mind or anything <laughs> okay and can you also explain the difference of the kind of um reactions you get if you compare your position now as a female co-founder versus your position in the past being a female just co-worker co or employee, how has that changed? Like in terms of how you're perceived by others? I think it, it made a huge difference, I would say. Um, I had an experience like um, people, I mean, not uh, the 
partner, company, manager, person, or that I, like people I have to deal with as a like a business like business wise,、uh, like distributor, manager, or whatever. Like、um, I had an experience like they use their position and. Be because they were a distributor and they were the one like bringing uh, like sales or leads, and I was the manager to like work with them. And sometimes they use that position to cross with the you know uh, personal uh thing like uh hitting on you or thing like that kind of thing, mixed together. But me as a co-founder, uh, that doesn't happen. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it shouldn't happen in the first place, but it's good that、um, you don't have to experience that anymore as a co-founder. Yeah, it's annoying, and it's.、Uh. <laughs> Is there actually like、um, kind of a support community around、um, being a female founder in Japan? Are you involved in something like that, or does it exist? Um. There is like、uh, things like that, but. Um, not very involved in it, but uh, some girls like reach out to me, wanted to have a lunch, and I met some of the girls to just like connect. But a lot of them like are freelance, and a lot of like a female founder and those um businesses tend to be like uh cosmetic skincare. Those categories. So what I do is like very like industrial and like deep tech. <laughs> so it's very like men dominant industry. So that's very pretty pretty different. What What do you think needs to change? Um. So first of all, like, yeah, you you notice that there are not enough women in that industry. What is like maybe one idea that you could propose to change that? Like obviously, more female founders probably would be helpful, but. What needs to happen to make that easier in Japan? I think the first thing is that、um, more girls need to realize this is as a problem, like the gender gap, the rank, the global ranking of Japan is super low. Like it's the lowest within the G seven, hundred percent. And I think the biggest problem is that. The girls like us, like we don't think that as the main. I mean, maybe they know as a problem, but they don't act on it or like do anything about it. So they just maybe that that's why it is what it is.、Um, but I hope there will be like more、uh, female founder、uh, from Japan because like that's half of the population. Like female is half the population of the world, and if more female founder from Japan, that means more startup from Japan, and it can bring different perspectives. So it's nice. It's a win-win situation. So,、um, there are like、uh, things like here and there, like、uh, people doing helping like women.、Uh, You know, founder X Y Z, but、um, I don't know. Like change, changing、uh, mindset.、Um, they already know that as a problem, but not acting anything on it is more difficult than like they don't realize this as a problem. So, 
I'm just doing me and show, kind of like showing uh, how I live and how I do. And if anyone thinks this is like, oh, like that's cool, then that can be one of their option. I feel like. Yeah, I think one thing that uh, we learn in the startup world is you are there to solve the problems that people experience. Um, so maybe in your case with uh, water, water Design Japan, like there are factories or dentists that struggle with like water cleanliness and so they're actively looking to solve their problem. In your case, what you just described, like it starts with raising awareness for a problem that people maybe do not see that they have yet. So that maybe speaks to like the difficulty of moving it forward because it's hard to solve a problem for a client where the client doesn't know that the problem exists, right? Um, but yeah, um, that's interesting. Um, to wrap up the, the, the podcast, I just have like three last questions that I expect to just get short answers from you on. So like rapid fire questions um, that I ask like um, also other participants. So the first question would be, what's your favorite place in Japan? What's my favorite place in Japan? Ooh. Yeah. It's random. Sorry for the random. <laughs> uh, recently, I like Amami Island. Okay, nice. Um, second question. What does Japan's uh, startup ecosystem need to blossom? Believe in the technology. Okay. And last question is, what makes you happy? When I'm happy, when I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dumb, a dumb okay, answer. So but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That uh, shows your character. That was good. All right. Thanks, Natsumi. Um, it was, that was uh, very cool. Um, especially the last section, planning to like uh, also get more female um, guests on the podcast. You are the first, and that was a good one. And uh, I hope to have more like ambitious and open-minded female startup people like you on the podcast um thanks a lot for sharing your time and yeah talk to you next time well thank you for having me it was fun chatting with you thanks for listening to this episode of jvl i enjoyed talking to natsumi because while listening to her i thought that she has the trait that i believe every founder needs to succeed which is self-efficacy She has a strong belief that she can tackle anything she chooses as long as she tries. It allowed her to get started at Water Design Japan, but also to keep succeeding in a space where not enough people are as strong, open-minded and optimistic as her. I think Natsumi is an inspiring role model for the next generation of founders, especially the female ones, and hope that as many people as possible get to hear about her story. If you liked this episode, Please follow and rate it on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. And for feedback, please reach out to jvl.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you next time.